Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at HearstRanch.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported podcast network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. This year, we're celebrating 10 years of food radio. For the past decade, we've been taking you behind the scenes of farms, restaurants, breweries, school cafeterias, and more. It's been 10 years, and we're just getting started. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. It's Marissa. It's Adam. And this is Natural, Natural Disasters. disasters. Um, we're so <laughs> extra disasters today. Yeah, we're kind of disastrous. Not for any, like, like we're not hungover or anything. Um, we're just tired. Yeah, separate for separate reasons. Yeah, I don't know if you... I mean, I obviously don't expect anyone to be um, following me on Instagram, but if you are... Um, of course. I mean, why else? How else would they know about this podcast? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons. Of course, I mean, I, there might be four or five people who don't know who you or I are, M, who listen to this pod. But let's be honest. Well, okay. Well, all right. Anyways, um, on my Instagram, you probably saw that I'm I'm uh, been doing some advocating for sexual assault victims in in the wine industry. And She's doing really good, important work. Yeah, but it's fucking exhausting. Um, so, and Adam's tired because he has a baby. Just, well, he's a toddler he's now, He's a toddler, I think. yeah. Um, and it gets exponentially more exhausting right now, because he's, like, like, he's graduated from just walking to, like, full-on running. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, graduated from, like, using a little bit of words to, like, full-on... Talking? Kind of. I mean, he's not, he's not totally fluent, but, like, <laughs> we have very... Uh, we can have conversations about cars mostly. Mostly about cars, but cars three. It's just exhausting. He's yeah. just because he's he's becoming more and more of like an individual of like I know what I want. I know what I like. Give it to this me. This is what I yeah. This is what I'm and yeah. So it's just we're coming just up tired. on the terrible twos situation. Yeah, he's months away. Yeah, um, and I, it's just a uh, you know most people know that I have a pretty. I mean, I've been very public about my own personal. Uh, um history with like rape and assault and sexual just shit stuff so it's been a, a long week so um we decided that we're just gonna pop off today this is another pop off this what is a pop off yeah we wow, that, wow. yeah we're just gonna be popping it's off it's gonna be a low energy pop off yeah, we don't know actually it could get it could get <laughs> hype who's to say this is more like a uh when you open a pet net that uh why are you we don't know how this is gonna go we just i don't... was just gonna you know it's one of those ones where you open it's like no noise. Oh, yeah, maybe but, it's flat. But maybe it gets super bubbly anyways. That's true. Maybe you shake you, We it don't up know. Because I just poured us some of Milan Nestret's um, Juicy Fruit. which it's delicious. Which is delicious. It's um, Pinot Blanc and Chardonnay from the Czech Republic. Um, I had the immense joy of visiting Milan um, this past 
Um, you Skin know, contact? It seems like it. It seems like it. I mean, we really honestly... I mean, we were just sitting in there moping for like an hour. Yeah, no, seriously, it took us like an hour for us to get from. Usually when I come over to record with Marissa, it's like maybe 20 minutes of like prep and we get ready and we get the wine and we sort of have a little bit more organized. And then today we both were like, this is. I walked in and literally I walked in and Marissa was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just tired. And I was like, I'm tired too. I was like, my bones feel real heavy. Um, Anyways, so, but. This juicy fruit is awesome. It's, Delicious. Um, I got it. If you're here in Los Angeles, I got it. Helen's. Um, it's not. It's it's uh, it's it's imported by Jenny and Francois Selections. It's not the cheapest, but it's real fucking good. Yeah. If I was gonna guess too, I'm gonna like just uh, you know this is popping off, so I'm just gonna pop off. If I was gonna guess, I'd say some some whole cluster and an extended skin contact. Yeah, for sure. I think that there's definitely skin contact in there, and I apologize, I don't know more about it, but it's a beautiful um, like fuzzy daffodil kind of color, like and um, it smells. What's cool is it, it smells like. Um, like oxidative, like juicy, yeah, like, totally. like it really does have the characteristics of the gum of like juicy fruit. Like it really, really does. Um, when I had it back like in powdered sugar and stuff. Yeah, like that. exactly. And just like, um, it just it, like the nose, the nose of it smells like when you first open the pack of gum and yeah. the powdered sugar kind of like puffs up yeah. at you. And then it actually does taste a lot like the gum. It has like tropical notes. It also kind of reminds me of those zebra. Oh, I love stripes. Yeah. Stripe, yikes! Stripes, fruit stripe gum. Not that I remember that jingle or anything. No, no. Obviously, you definitely didn't. Um, but it has like it has like a really nice zing of acidity. I think this is a has good weight to it. Um, I feel like it'd be a, it's wonderful wine if you're drinking it alone. Yeah, I would love to have. I mean, <laughs> I've, how, I didn't mean like alone, like by yourself. I mean, you could do it then too. But I'm saying you could drink it with or without food. I do think well, it right has. Right now, let's go with it. This is like a. <laughs> this is like a. A delivery pizza alone in your bed watching Netflix. Oh, totally. You could definitely Wine. drink it that way. But also, too, I think it's like a wonderful, like, it's it's really, um, it's... It, Binge watching The Office. Yeah, totally. Which I just redid, actually, not that recently. Anyways, it's 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 really delicious. Um, I really like it. I, it was one of my favorites when I was These tasting... These wines are killer, too. I haven't had yeah. a bad one yet. No, 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 no. They're very, very good. Um, I've been a huge fan of his for the last couple of years, and it was a true treat to visit him. Um, so what we're going to be popping off today about, um, is what something that it, something that people are popping off about that it's a general pop. I think it's like a, well, I think it's something that people like I've heard shop owners pop off, be popping off about it. And like, like wine writers kind of pop it off about it. And it's that natural wine is getting to a point where it's so popular or like not so popular, but it's more right, popular more than it was. More and more shops and stores are purchasing it. Yes, to the point where like now these highly allocated wines, many people can't get samples of to taste or try first before buying. And a lot of people are having, are upset about that. They're upset that they, now there are wines, I've been in the wine business a while. There are wines that have always been off the well, table as far as tasting is well, concerned. Well, and let's like go into like what like this really means. So like when you're buying for a restaurant or for a wine shop, right? A rep will come with you know their little. There's there's there there are reps that it, that, that that they're called reps because they represent then, yeah a a book is what a, we call a portfolio it, or a portfolio of producers. And this is, you know, like, uh, like you know, Zevrovine, Jenny and Francois Selection, Selection Natural, like, yeah. you know, any of these 
quote unquote books or portfolios. They have reps that then and they come. They'll show up. Maybe maybe you see the reps once a month. Maybe once every two months, depending on how popular you are, how much you're buying, or whatever. Or and how, I don't mean how popular much? as in like as a, as a buyer. I meant popular as in like yeah. And if also, you're selling a lot of wine, totally. And like also too, if like also how popular you are, how much they like you. <laughs> also, um, you know how much wine they're bringing. You know, like yeah, how much, the diversity. Of and they'll show up with like f- between five to eight wines, typically. Yeah. And they'll taste you on it, and then you you decide if you want to you want to purchase them. Yeah, and then it's not something you have to like do on the spot, but you know, like you take notes, whatever. Um, but now there's certain wines that are in, in such demand that they the, in allocated. And so, for those of you that aren't familiar with that term, that just means that like like anything is allocated. Like there's certain amounts that go to certain like states or 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 restaurants or shops, and like it's allocated out. Um, to specific numbers. Yeah, and usually with wine, the way it is is if you bought it the previous year, you are offered a certain amount, and then you can either accept it or decline it. Yeah. And so let's say let's say three cases of something comes to California. I think Susicaru is a good example. Which, one, right? Yeah. So let's say let's say three cases. Of, I know it was more than that, but let's say three cases comes to California, and you bought six bottles of it last year. You'll typically get an email from that person like, "Hey, I know you bought six years." bottles last year i have six bottles again for you if you want it and you can either say i'll take it or i'll take half i'll only take three or i won't take it or whatever and sort of the allocation trickles down from there totally um but you usually don't get to try those wines it's like more or less like no i mean if there's if you're only getting six bottles and they only got three cases yeah why would they open up a bottle to go and taste because so those are sample bottles. They're like they're opening samples for the reps to taste, which is taking away from like the the amount that they actually have to sell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna piss people off with this or not. Especially as like I've been a seller and a buyer, and yeah, I've you've been between, yeah, you you've been a rep. If if I only get a certain amount of wines, and I know that people are going to buy it, why am I tasting people on it? Yeah, and like, but and so. People are really mad because there's wines that that never used to be like allocated or didn't ever sell out that they could taste more often, and now people are having to buy without tasting. But what's the ups? But I, but I but I don't understand. Is this? I guess this is my question. If the wine is so popular that it needs to be allocated and it's being allocated to certain shops, the fear isn't that the shop owner or the restaurant isn't going to be able to sell those wines, right? Because they're so popular, they're allocated. I'm assuming that they'll sell really well in your shop or your store. Of course, but then, like, the thing is, like, for example, like, the reason, like, I've basically gone broke doing my job is I try to try something three times before I write about it. But you write about... But, like, there's... You're in a different world, though. Totally, and, like, I'm not, like, for the record, I'm not for, like, I'm not... like I don't get samples sent to me very often. Like it's very rare that like anyone sends me samples. Um, so, you know, most of the time it's like, I'm laying down my own money on the things that I'm talking about. Um, but it is interesting. Like if you want like a, like if you want a curated selection at your shop that, and you want to try stuff beforehand to make sure that it's to your standard, you'd, that option is kind of going away. It's like you're having to just buy and like hope to God that it's like not faulted. You know what I mean? So is the is is the is the worry that so 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 then the shop owners are assuming that the importer is 
is selling them fucked up wine that no I don't one's know. gonna like. No, I think that just some people like I don't know. It's just like people are people are angry about it, and like on the one hand, like I, as someone that does like, I think they're angry about it because they want to drink free wine. Maybe except some of the people that are angry about it, I know, are like spitters. You know, like they're not like they're like just like drinking. Oh, no, it, I'm not saying that they want to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, That's not what like, I'm saying. I'm saying that they don't want to. Sp- so here's. I here- think I think that they're, they're, I think that people are angry because they want to have control over what's in their shop and like have quality control over what's in their shop and they want to taste it first and now they're not. But it's like and it's like they're being put in a position where it's like you either buy it or you don't and that's that and like yeah. But this falls in, Marissa. This falls into this this whole idea that I think I have. I don't. I think you have. But like. If I support X winemaker and every year previously I've purchased their wine and then this one year this wine gets allocated and I don't get to taste it, for me to be like, I'm sorry, I know I've supported X winemaker for five years, but now that I don't get to taste it, I'm not going to support this no, winemaker yeah. is a wild idea. That To me, that's like, wait, so you only support this winemaker if you get to, if you get totally. to be like the and, gatekeeper? And I... and. I understand. It's my thing is like I understand both sides of it. Even as someone that does not get like I like I said, I very rarely get samples sent to me. I know that people think I'm like probably swimming in free wine. That's not the case at all. Like, um, and I so I understand like for me, like but you know I write for a national magazine, yeah. so it's like very important for me to like have quality control over things. But at the same time, it's also very important for me to support like we're talking about supporting producers. But it's interesting because it's like. A lot of people are getting upset about this, but then a lot of people are just like, dude, I'm just buying this up because I support the producers. Yeah, and if I got six bottles, if I got allocated six bottles of something and I'm a shop owner or a restaurant owner, I mean, I do it all the time at, at restaurants I work at. I get six bottles. Guess what? I'm opening one of them. Well, no, and like this goes into kind of like stewardship. Like who is in charge of like what a wine, like uh, in charge, unless you're like, I mean, being at a restaurant is, I mean, being like a sommelier at a restaurant is yeah. a little bit different, but I'm talking about like retail wise, it kind of goes into like who is in charge of the stewardship of that wine. And I've talked about this with some shop owners here in Los Angeles. And it's like, Oh, like as a shop owner, it's my responsibility. I'm going to open up the wine and I'm going to see how it's tasting. And if it's something I need to hold on to, I need to hold on to it. Yeah. Like, like Helen's wines, I know for a fact, like held on to a case or like a couple cases of Robino yeah. for, a year until that they felt it was ready to put on the shelves, you know? And so you're a caviste. Yeah, exactly. A caviste, which is a wine steward, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're helping your customers have the best experience, but a lot of people are just mad about it. And I'm sort of on the end where I'm like, dude, I have to like, I, I have to kind of like, I have to, I don't get samples. I have to buy just like, I have to buy just like kind of based on that. But let's put it, let's put it into like a, 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 a like a, a bigger perspective kind of, which is, Let's just like put it in this like really simple way. It's like wine buyers mad they can't taste wine for free. Yeah. Like there's there's this part of me and like that I understand where they're like, well, if I don't taste the wine, I can't. Ins- then I, I, how should I sell it? Blah blah. But like I'm saying, they just have to pay for it. Just just whatever your cost is, you're gonna you know this this allocated wine cost me ninety five dollars. To, to to purchase it's like ninety five dollars a bottle and 
it's going to cost me. And I know the wines they're talking about are definitely not 95. They're probably talking about cheap wines, let's be honest. Or like, or no, but I mean, or, or maybe not, not cheap, cheap, but like, for example, under like. Under $50 a bottle. Let's say, yeah, definitely under $1,500. So, yeah. so these are these are shop owners or restaurateurs that are complaining about like having to eat the cost of $25 yeah, to well, open on, a bottle to taste your staff on. Like, come on. Like, they're, that's, <laughs> I don't know. You either want the wine or you don't want the wine. Totally. No, I and I, I kind of, uh, you know, I'm sort of, I kind of, uh, I see, like I said, I, I see both sides of it. But as someone that's like a, a buy, you know, like a buyer, it's like, so on the one hand, like as a consumer, it's like I do always hope that the wine shops I shop at are taking care of the wines that they're selling, which can mean that they're buying something blindly and like they do open it and they're like, fuck, we got to hold on to this so it doesn't taste like shit. And like that is, they're eating money on that for that time being, you know. But at the same time, like then this goes into like four horsemen holding on to something for like some of Frank's wines. For, yeah, for, like, uh, for they did it for like six months. To yeah, be like, or Guess like a what? year. We have it. No one else has it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I see that side of it. It's like, oh, like, you know, you want your customers to be happy and you may not want to be holding on to that inventory. But then also, too, for me, it's like I buy ton- like I don't get to I don't get to sample the wines that I buy. You know what I mean? Like I go in like as a wine writer, I'm going in and I'm buying stuff blindly all the time. But there's you know? tons of wine. As a buyer, there's tons of wine. Yeah, tons of wine. I can't taste that I will talk to so we were talking about these reps and stuff. There's tons of people like, hey, that you can't taste that. Hey, and it's existed for as long as I've been a buyer. Totally. I mean, we're talking about almost twenty years it's existed. Well, where it's like you no, there's just certain wines we don't open. There's certain wines we don't taste people on. There's certain wines where it's no, not it's necessary. like you just have to buy it. Yeah, and, and so that's like, also why like that's also why importers take people on trips to like go visit wineries, you know, and like that's why you know. Um, I understand it. Like I understand the frustration. I I, I, can I see both to sides that. of it, but at the same time, for me, like I have to buy things blindly all the time. Uh, consumers do it. Yeah, exactly. We have consumers, to buy consumers. You, so, but that's why. But that's why it's like goes to like oh, find a wine shop you trust. If the person in charge of the wine shop feels like they're not able to like control the quality they of the wine, always open a bottle of I, exactly. Wine. I know, I they know. Can always buy. It's it. just like interesting because I've been so not so I've been on this like whole, make it a part of your budget. Yeah, put it into put it into the cost. So let's say each bottle of wine costs twenty five dollars. Well, so and then you, you open a bottle. Fucking take three dollars from each of those six or four dollars out of each of those six. Cap it on to the wine. So instead of the wine being $32 a bottle, now it's $37 yeah. a bottle. You just paid for that bottle. Yeah. And, um, you know, I... Oh, shit. Where was that I That was going? pretty good math very quickly. Yeah, you did a really good job. <laughs> it's almost like you're still a scientist from our last uh, our last thing. Um, my thing, too, is like, you know, if you don't... Okay, like, let's say, like, this super allocated wine... You, you you don't feel comfortable buying it without tasting it. You know, there are so many more producers now that it's not like you're not going to have shit to put on your shelves. Like, if you really are that uncomfortable with not tasting first, then, like, you still have shit to put on your shelves or, like, whatever. It's like, you we don't have to be angry at, like, importers and reps and distributors for, like, for being like, I don't, I don't have samples of this because people want it so bad already. And, like, granted, that, I think, is a part of, like, the hype machine that is natural wine in a way. Like, there are some wines that, like, probably shouldn't, like, be as extremely allocated or desired as maybe they are. But, like, that's the world that we're living in right now. And it's also, like, why are we going to be mad at these producers for, like, why are, like, you know, t- it's like we're doing, like, those producers are doing well. Yeah, we're also talking about producers that make 
minuscule amounts of wine, and that's yeah. why we love them. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Because they're not commercial wineries. Well, and that's so like, like to get mad at them because they made a hundred cases of something, and everyone ca- wants it. And five cases of it came to California. Like, why? Like, you're mad. You know at the what it in- reminds me of? Like, I re- I forget where I read this, but like when I when I used to write about music, I read this thing. Um, or maybe it was like maybe it's in a I don't know. For all I know, this is in like high fidelity, and it's just like buried <laughs> in the back of my brain, and I'm gonna be, look like an asshole. That could totally happen. But there was an argument about like um, how people used to buy music versus how they buy music now, and it used to be, you know. When a record came out, like if you love David Bowie, you bought every single one of David Bowie's records, like the date or, you know, when it came out because you love David Bowie. Whereas like the way that like streaming services and like the Internet has changed music buying is that like people want to hear first before they buy the album or and they never all, buy it or and they don't necessarily buy the whole album. They yeah. buy the one song. So it's like. There is this correlation, I think, and I mean, I know, like, I, I compare music, I mean, you you and I do this a lot, both of us, but, like, comparing music to wine, like, that's another, like, to me, what's happening right now with natural wine in terms of, like, how buyers are buying and, like, what's happening is almost, like, the same thing that's happened with music in terms of, like, buying full albums versus just buying the hits because there's also people that are like, well, I only want to buy the most popular, the most popular cuvee by so-and-so. Right. Absolutely. And that's usually the one that no one can fucking open. Right. And well, I, I mean, on using your analogy, would, like how kind of ridiculous would it be if you owned a record store in the 70s and someone's like, hey, uh, David Bowie just released his new album. And you're like, mm, we can't buy it. Or like the Beatles, we can't buy it till we hear it. It hasn't hit the radio waves yet. We can't. We can, we, I, I haven't gotten a sample I of need the to vinyl. I listen to this, the album. And I guess like to some degree, like, yeah, I want to listen to the album, but like, but you're supporting the artist. Yeah, aren't you supporting David Bowie? And that's the thing is like, and that's how like music. And if David Bowie's like, I love this album. I released it. I made it. Well, but fans also used to be like, it didn't fucking matter. You know, it's like they bought it because they wanted to support the the artist. And I'm not saying you have to buy every single wine that a, a favorite wine producer puts out, but like, there does need to be. You know, like we do. I think we, we both believe in supporting producers through good years and bad years, you know? Yeah, it's and okay like, to not love everything they do. Yeah, and that's okay. And, like, maybe, you know, it's... And, and I understand... But also, too, like, we live in an age of um, of of curation, where, yeah. like, curation is, a, is, is something very important to people, you know? Like, I mean... Fuck, I know it with me on my Instagram. Was it Let's Dance? David Bowie is no in no way like uh, uh, no, yeah, Ziggy Stardust. No, yeah, and like that does like so I can be like, oh, Let's Dance comes on. I'm changing the station. I don't want to listen to it. But yeah. doesn't mean like fuck David Bowie exactly. Forever, yeah, or, or I'm like, not selling David Bowie. Yeah, or I'm not going to sell that album. Or I'm not going to play it. You know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're so you still want the album. Yeah, and maybe I will listen to Let's Dance every once in a while. Yeah, and also too, like maybe there's people that. Well, have didn't like you know David Bowie's earlier stuff. Oh my god! But then they love Let's Dance. They love him as the Goblin King. Exactly. There's so many people that love David Bowie as the Goblin King. Where I'm like, yo, I really prefer him as like um, Milk and like um, Jalapeno or whatever the fuck his like diet was when he was like that crazy like stark white. I, I'm not as big of a David Bowie fan as I probably, I mean, as no, I, I'm but, sure. But, but, we, but, we're but, but there are people that love him as the Goblin King. Yeah, no, there are. And, like, that's fine. But it's, like, also, like, you're just into super 80s music, probably. And, like, that's chill. But, like, you know, I am, I kind of prefer, like, 70s, you know. And, that's like, what I'm that's saying. Okay, that's you know? okay. And that's okay. And, like, you, I think that people shouldn't be afraid to, like... 
Yeah, like, would you be like, um, you're, yeah. you're like, hey, you're you're a Ziggy Stardust fan. I have this movie that I want you to watch. It's called Labyrinth. This guy that you love, terrifying movie. That's called uh, David Bowie. Who, who I watched it for the Stardust. first time alone. Sorry, this is popping up. <laughs> I watched it for the first time alone while babysitting my little sister. Oh, that's a perfect Valerie, movie to watch. And like, I was, I was like terrified. Yeah, I was no, like, really oh cool. my fucking god. Do you know about god. the hidden David Bowie faces? No, there's like twenty hidden. Ugh. Oh wait, I actually faces. do. I think I do know. Like, didn't know. There's that. like all this secret. I'm shit still in the like movie. scared of that movie. I'm not gonna lie; it's terrifying. But what I was gonna say is, like, if someone's like, "You should check it out," would you be like, mm, "You know what? I love David Bowie, and I like what you're saying, but can you give me a sample? Can you send me the trailer first? Can I get a YouTube? I guess that's what a trailer is. Yeah. But <laughs> no, but it's it's it's. It an is. Would you be like, no? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it because I'm like a big. Yeah, I'm a no. big David Bowie fan. Exactly. It's like sort of like uh, you know, there's been a lot of there's some movies I've watched. I'm I guess like, people uh, do like trailers and reviews and all that sort of stuff. So like people maybe so like, maybe this is like an inherently human thing that I'm unaware of is like people are like I want the trailer. Yeah, I want I want uh, when I think that that's what people like have come to like expect from especially like you know excuse me um <laughs> um you know people like me being like oh you know you got to find a great wine shop you got to find a great wine shop and like if those but like you said but that the thing is like all right all they have to do is open one bottle you know and that's yeah like it's not. It's not like they were alloc- allocated one bottle, and if they were allocated one bottle, then like, it wouldn't make it on the shelves anyways. Like there's like like a great example of a allocated wine that like no one ever fucking gets to buy is like the puppet Nat from um uh, um Baptiste Cousin. Okay. Um Olivier Cousin's son. That wine always like every shop gets three bottles of it, and the staff all buys it. Like it doesn't even make it to the shelves you know like i've never had a chance to buy that one yeah you don't see it on the, the only shelf. reason i the only reason i know that people have even gotten it out here is because i helped psychic one day open boxes and i was like oh you you guys got three bottles of this and this is gonna be gone in a heartbeat like this won't yeah. even make it on the shelves yeah um and you know i, I mean I, I think i've i've had this I've, I've told this anecdote before where like a rep was like oh you're you know to me marissa ross the, like you're the shitty like rolling stones reporter that like puts my favorite band on the cover and i can't afford um tickets to go see them anymore you know or you know or i can't get tickets to go see them anymore and it's like yeah but then then try something else like yeah, listen, find a new band like, yeah exactly oh, there's like sounds, a bajillion bands i, I feel very I feel, it feels very um condescending to say like well then find a new band but like i guess but there's so many other good bands yeah do you love music or do you love that also too like how much do you love that band because if you love that band that much you want them to succeed you want them to succeed and like this is coming from someone that was like so angry when bright eyes was in the in the la times like like we've had this conversation yep we have and i lost my fucking mind like i was like a extreme emo kid like very protective of my music i mean she had to to move her bangs out of her eyes to be able to read the article (laughs) like i wish you guys could have seen it i I did a big swoop oh what am i seeing because the bangs definitely were like down covering a lot of the eyes um you know but i i think that i also think it's one of those things where it's like we're all like we're all succeeding, and if you don't want to like, if you don't want to buy, because again, these wines are not like the most expensive wines. We're not talking about wines that are like you know six hundred dollars a case. We're talking about wines that like yeah, those wholesale. haven't even really those just haven't even really broken in the natural wine community. Really, no, it doesn't really exist. No, I mean besides like the Binnie or like uh, 
or high you. Or, I know high you wines are really yeah, expensive. Yeah, they're, they're, those are very expensive. And like, there's some of those. Um, but most of the wine, you know, but most of the wines that are extremely allocated are still like, like wholesale under three hundred dollars, or like around like yeah, you know, three hundred dollars a case, case, which is tw- thirty something dollars a bottle. Math, 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 math. Yeah. I'm the worst at it. Thank God you're here. Um, but but it's like okay, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you don't want to take the risk and like or in or eat that extra, you know, eat that thirty something bucks to taste it on your own time. Like there are so many other wines out there that you could, that you could taste and then fill your sh- shelves with that, you know, like, but I also think there's it's a actually, pressure. Uh, 300 to it's $25 a bottle. So okay. it's not even, it's not even. I mean, that's not retail though. That's like wholesale wholesale, but I'm just saying $25 to wholesale. eat wholesale is like you said, you add a couple bucks on the back end. Yeah. And, but also to, um, shit, where was I going with that? Um, <laughs> I was talking about filling Sorry. your shelves with no, it's fine. Filling your shelves with things that you other new producers that you really like. Also, too, if 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 you're under the pressure and you're thinking like, well, I have to have this wine because it's so popular. Like, right. like again, this goes like t- to use Frank Cornelius and like Frank Cornelius is a great example. Um, he is so popular. You know that those wines are going to sell anyways. So it's like if you want it that bad. Just take the allocation and fucking sell it. That's what I was saying. You know, that's what you were saying. I know. We're talking in circles, maybe. I mean. Yeah. Well, it's, I think what, uh, the conclusion on this pop-off is, like, I, I, I can relate and I can understand. Why. I relate and understand, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's, I kind of think it's a non-issue. I think it's just something that, like, th- and this goes back to what you said earlier, like, not that people, like, are mad that they can't drink for free but it's like there was there was like a system where people felt like they had the entitlement to taste everything before buying and now they don't have that privilege yeah and if you're that big of a supporter of natural wine erase erase the fact that you own a wine shop or a wine bar wouldn't you just buy the wine anyway? Well, that's a good... Wh- wh- like, you just said that you know staff. You're like, oh, three bottles came in and three members of the staff bought it. Yeah. Like, aren't you buying the wine anyway if it's yeah. that good and you love it that much? And and also, too, like, I legit have gone broke buying so much fucking wine. And, yeah. like, part of it is that I buy wines blindly. Sight you know, insane. like... Yeah, you, you don't know, get to taste it. I don't get to taste it. I'm like, okay, like... And I have to rely on people's, you know, like, occasional... Like, most of the time I have to... Re- I mean, I, I just kind of buy shit. Like, my yeah. whole thing is, like, I love to well, you discover. you talk to shop owner or yeah, the or someone, you know. Or... But, I mean, generally, when I go into a shop, I just want to know what's, like, new and what's cool. and or Not cool as in, like, popular, but, like, what's new and interesting and, like, something exciting to drink. And, like, I don't get to taste it then and there. Like, I have to put my $36 down. No, no, no customer does it. No, store. and, like, there's plenty of times I've had to, like... I mean, I made this joke not that long ago, but I'm like, oh, I'm so broke. I'm sort of getting used to mouse because it's like, I don't now, I, like, you know, you. Oh, that's great. That's Maybe that's why I love, like, yeah. Because I'm like, I can't just keep pouring shit down the drain that I don't like. Yeah. For like these like nitpicky things. And like, I, and a lot of the wines. Can I, can I, can I quote that? Is that your quote? That's my quote. I Is said that a lot. your quote? Yes. I said it at Psychic. I'm they so can back broke. me up. I'm getting used to mouse. I think we should put that on. I a think shirt. that should be a, maybe a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, my manager is gonna be so mad at me for talking about how broke I am. It's fine because I'm rich in furniture. Um, and uh, and friends and, and life. Yeah, and, and life. love and yeah, everything dogs else. And everything else. Um, 
yeah, and and yeah, it, yeah. Um, financial stuff aside, though, like you know, consumers, we like we have to trust people, and like we have to trust people that that often do not have the same palettes as we do. You know, so it's like we can spend money on something, and then we still don't like it. I guess you know? the question is, man, this is a big question. Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Dum, bum, 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 Are bum. you trusting? So if the wine shop or wine bar or restaurant is the first place that you go, but you're buying from a producer, but the only way you're getting that producer there typically is by a distributor of some sort, importer or whatnot. Yeah. In California, there's a couple direct, but not really. It's not that common. So you get to the store and you're like, I love this place. I love this restaurant. This is my favorite. I trust everything they do. And they're like you're going to love this. And you're like, have you had it? And you're like, unfortunately, I haven't tasted it yet. But don't you trust the winemaker that that the wine store or wine bar or restaurant Usually, loves? Usually, but, but that's like also... Or the importer? Like, there's... What I, I trust, guess what I'm saying is there's yeah. like so many people. There's like the winemaker... But if no one's tasted it... Well, obviously, the fucking winemaker did. Yeah, but like also, too, like winemakers like don't know how things taste by the time it gets to California. Like, we are on like the... Opposite side of the world from a lot of people. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. The Hearst family has been raising cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of California's Central Coast for over 150 years. Piedra Blanca Rancho in San Simeon is the original Hearst Ranch, founded by George Hearst in 1865. George's son was the famous publisher, William Randolph Hearst. In addition to being known for building the iconic Hearst Castle, William was, like his father before him, an avid rancher. In his words, I would rather spend a month at the ranch than any place in the world. Thanks to one of the largest land conservation easements in California history, a joint effort with the California Rangeland Trust, the American Land Conservancy, and the state of California, the working landscape at Hearst Ranch will be preserved forever. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at HearstRanch.com. Are you enjoying this podcast? Heritage Radio Network has plenty more. My name is Linda Liu, and I'm the host of Feast Meets West, the show that celebrates Asian culture through the lens of food here on HRN. Listen to episodes like The Evolution of Chinatown with Numwa Tea Parlors, Wilson Tang, and New York Times' Elaine Chen. Catch our ongoing series, Women in Asian Food, and spotlight episodes with our heroes like Anita Lowe. You can find Feast Meets West wherever you listen to podcasts and on heritageradionetwork.org. I used to say yes. I used to be like, I trust everyone. I trust everyone. I trust everyone. And that bit me so fucking bad in the ass with the worst person to have it bite me in the ass, which was my boss, Adam Rappaport, where I was like, no, I always trust, like, the staff at the at the restaurants I go to, like, they, I know that they have been trained. I know this, and then blah, and I'm blah, 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 blah. I trust them. And it, right in front of it, it backfired so bad. And he was like, that's wow, like- what happened? Because the wine fucking sucked. Oh, I trust. I, like I trusted someone, and the wine sucked, and it was super embarrassing. Well, you were with Adam. I was with my boss, Adam Rappaport, out to dinner, just the two of us, and he was like, "I think this is the most flawed logic ever." Because I would never be like, "Well, how you know? However, you think the meat should be served. How do you think it should be served? Like, I know how I like my meat. It's medium rare, or like whatever. Like, I know what I like, and it was a good learning lesson because I was like, "Oh man, not everyone is always going to pay. Like, I can't." Like, you shouldn't put total 100% trust in anyone. Like, you need to, like, 
you need to also have so like then why own... does it matter if they tasted it before or not exactly i don't if know anything, them tasting it fucked you up yeah because they they took their own subjective idea so of maybe what no like. one should taste anything ever no, <laughs> and it's just like you only buy producers you like and that's it yeah yeah I, just support support the artist well and that's like what uh, you know uh, what there's a lot of really great wine shops um across the country that are very much about like um, buying as many cuvées from a single producer as possible to like showcase the port, you know, like a, a full view of the producer, and like I think that's great. That's like buying all the albums, you know. And um, as someone that's very into music and also very into wine, it's like I want to support these people, and like you know, it's not always going to work out in my favor, but like on the consumer side, like I'm still okay with it. Like I'm like, all right, and and now that I'm so broke that I'm getting used to mouse, it's like I'm still like. Or not, I mean, I'm still super sensitive to them getting... I, I don't yeah. listen to, what is it, like, The Beatles? What's the first album? It's like, Welcome to the Beatles, um, or Hello, The Beatles. It's, or, um, I think actually their first one was Please Please Me. Well, the, but the first, um, it's like just like The Beatles or whatever. It's like the picture of them looking down the staircase. Yeah, it's, and that's, I'm pretty sure Please Please Me, but like, I'm going to look it up. But I'm just saying, I don't listen to that album. I don't listen to that. That's I don't really. Li- I don't really listen to that Beatles. I listen to all the Beatles. I like I like older Beatles. I like like Let It Be might be my favorite. But see, album. like for me with 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 uh with the Beatles, I started. They were the one thing that my parents gave me in turn because everyone's like, your parents must have had a great, scent, you know, taste. Yeah, please, please me came out in nineteen sixty three. Your um, which is the one that you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, but please, please me actually has like a lot of great. We don't need to get into this. No, no, I'm like just a, saying that like I don't Beatles. listen to it. No. I don't listen to it. I no, like, no, no, no. Like, and I love Let It Be. Let It Be is one of my favorite well, absolutely, albums. Yeah. And some people are like, Let It Be is too little. Mm, it's a little. But also, too, I think that that has like to do with. It's not even the Beatles. It's like Paul doing one, his own this thing. One, this goes into like what we said about Paul, Mc- or Paul McCartney. But um, we were talking about David Bowie earlier about how like some people might be like, David Bowie in the 80s. Yes. Yeah. And like, and it depends on when you get into something. Like I got into the Beatles like very 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 early on so like i have like a deep deep love of their early albums like i i still listen to those albums like i'm very into those and i see how they but that's because like they were introduced to me when i was at an age where like love me do was like you know i was 10 and i'm like in the mirror like singing love me do like to myself very easy yeah easy music but but, like rubber soul is still one of my favorite albums of all time and that was you know right before their switch into like i guess what you would say which we don't need to get into all this well rubber soul is like that's everyone's favorite anyway it's not everyone's favorite it's considered like the greatest beatles album it's considered the greatest on the that first half because it shows the progression um it shows the shift from um being pop into thinking a bit more about what they're doing yeah and then all by you know, and then what if I was like, my favorite is Magical Mystery Tour? I wouldn't be mad at you because really? like that shit's like wild, man. Like I don't know, like if Sergeant Pepper, like I get, but Ma- Magical Mystery Tour, Magical Mystery Tour is a shit show. But like if you're like, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> I I like it was a like a beetle. Like we're literally okay to give you a, a sense of like our recording studio. We're literally looking at um a poster with fake. We're, we're looking at two posters. We're looking at one poster that I've had since I was 16. It was hung in the, and it's still in the same frame as when I got when I was 16 of a fake signature thing of uh, the London Palladium. And then we're also looking at a poster from an original pressing of the White Album. And like, if you've read my book, and I, I'm try- not trying to plug my book, but also you should get it. It's called Wine All the Time, The Casual Guide to Conversation. Anyways, um, I was like obsessed with the Beatles, like to where like it. 
it like it was like a thing like I have note cards I have like I have uh like highlighted books like I was obsessed with them so much um and um so if all of a sudden, hold on. If so all Magical of a sudden, Mystery Tour still holds a place in everyone's heart because like Blue Jay, there's a lot of good stuff on Hold on. It. All I'm saying is, what if, Popping hypothetically, 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 a lost Beatles album appeared, right? I know that couldn't happen. It could. No, I mean, I'm sure Paul McCartney or Ringo, Ringo, Ringo? Oh, shit. Is his name spilled. Ringo? Ringo Starr, yeah. Ringo I mean, Starr, that's, that's a weird name. It's, that's not his real name, but. Um, if, if, if Paul or Ringo... Uh, I think they'd be aware of the fact that there was a lost Beatles album. Well, fuck yeah. Or someone Michael. But, Wait, leave it there because I'm going to take a photo. But what I was going to say is if there was a lost Beatles album that came out and then they were like, lost Beatles album, we're releasing 10 new songs. Would Marissa be like, you know what? Before I purchase this album, can you just like let me taste it? Nope. <laughs> you would just buy it. I would buy it right off the bat. Like I would. Right, have of course. Of no course fucking. You would. Also, too, I wouldn't have to buy it because I pay for Apple Music. You and know what Spotify. I'm saying, though. Like, no, I know, and I would buy it immediately. Now, if Paul McCartney just came out with a new album, I'd be like, mm, I need to hear that single first, because well, he's Paul not Ma- the Beatles. No, he's not. He's just Paul McCartney, and he's. Almost, I mean, let's be honest. He's, he's a little best, soft. He's the best part of the Beatles. Um, that's debatable. <laughs> is it no all right let's go it's, on it's debatable it's debatable anyways um i guess the point is like yo we're all having to we're all having to buy wine that we haven't tasted before yeah i don't know, you know? yeah and i'm a buyer and i'm like if someone's like yeah i don't have a sample for it i'm not like well fuck you i don't think anyone's saying that i think that people are just like like you said earlier and i, I made just buy it sight unseen and i open a bottle and then i well I'd i think see it, where it goes it goes to what you said earlier and i kind of excuse me, joked it off of like, people are used to drinking. They're used to it. They're used to like having, they're used to being able to taste stuff beforehand. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, excuse me, I can't taste it now. Yeah. I think they're upset. I think, it, I think it's the, what we were talking about. They're upset that their band got popular. I think, well, it's that. And like upset about like the privilege of being able to taste something before you buy it. Yeah. And like, I, as someone that spent a very, 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 very limited time buying, like I'm not saying that I, I would never put on my resume that I was a buyer, but like as someone that did it for a very short period of time, there were things that I was like, there were things I was like, I would, I'm willing to buy that without trying it, but this I would need to try first because I know that the last vintage was whatever. Like you use your, you use like your logic and yeah. you use your past experiences to make, you know, choices. And I don't know. Consumers are having to to buy I'm blindly every side, day. Consumers, I'm on your side. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on Not the. Not consu- that this is a side thing. Maybe this isn't a side thing, but I support the consumers. And if the consumers don't get an option to taste, then then you know what? Like, I know, I know it's hard because as I say that, I'm like, yeah, but I walk into a wine store. I'm like, what have you had recently exactly. that you like? But the thing is that you, I think you brought up a great point that if they oh, like these bottles that are so allocated are not super expensive. I mean, some of them are like the like there are some that are very like the Binny yeah. or the Binny. I think it's Binny, the B I N I, like the ones with the arrows. Yes, there's those wines you have to that listen are, to them. Yeah, those wines and like and uh, you know like some of the Frank Cornelius wines, whatever. But like that are. Or no, like the high U wines, not Frank. Like well, those ones the, are very. Like magma is really, really. Yeah, expensive. there's some stuff that's really, really expensive, but most of it is not. And like, I kind of think that like I never thought about it in the sense of like, well, buy it because you know it's going to sell, and then like open a bottle and tag that on to the yeah price point. Like, 
And it's going to sell no matter what. I mean, like, I've been at Psychic Wines where people, like, literally come in and are just like, nowhere near when, like, actually Frank, like, releases his wines. And they're like, yo, uh, is there uh, any Susakaru in here? And they're like, nope. And they're like, okay, cool, bye. Like, you know, like, there's people also that are just, like, literally there for that one thing. So why not put that in your shop for for that one person? For the people that want it. People people want it. People want it. It's it's allocated for a reason. and And they probably want it without even knowing why they want it. And it's like, so just let them have it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I guess. I don't know. But also, like, I've never... I, I, I All I know is that I have to buy wines I have never tasted all the time. And you know what? It's it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And like I'm sorry that I'm sorry that shit's getting so popular, but also I'm like, let's let's be so grateful that like these a lot of these people are not having to like live in fucking poverty and like are actually able to support themselves and like Well, I don't know if any winemakers live in poverty. Well, some of them live on like the like on the verge of like bankruptcy. There's a lot of people that like do not make a ton of money on their wines. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. And give a lot away, you know. Like, um, there's a lot of people that are st- that. I'm not saying there aren't pe- there aren't winemakers that struggle. Yeah, for but sure there but are. But I'm saying that a lot of you know, like a lot of probably not that. And the, you know what? I kind of take that back. The I guess what I'm talking about maybe some people that are not allocated are not that. Hey, this is an opportunity to taste new wines. Yeah. And make them help, the new. Yeah, and help other producers become stable and financially yeah, absolutely, viable. Absolutely. Like, no one, like, I mean, I'm not going to say no one, but like, there's not enough talk about what's environmentally sustainable must be financially sustainable. So, like, you might be mad that you don't get to try XYZ from whatever fucking importer, but like, this gives you an opportunity to maybe like be open to trying something from someone new and like give them an opportunity to have shelf space that they never would have had. You know what I love? I love uh, 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 tasting a new wine that I've never had before. That's so readily available that I can drink it all the time. Dude, me too. Because <laughs> those are the it. those are the wines that I generally can write that I most like to write about because I do like to have something at least. I mean, now that I'm, but I love pouring those wines by the glass. I love yeah. having those in wine shops where I can tell my friends. I'm like, oh, you got to try it. Like I love when there's a wine that's readily available. Yeah, and and it's that's really good. Yeah, and like and those wines get looked over for sometimes the allocated stuff when I think like we should think of it as a, as a, as, as natural wines get more popular, as these wines get harder to have, maybe instead of looking on the, the dark side of it, of like, Oh my God, now like my allocation has been cut in half of X, Y, Z. Maybe that's like, Oh, now I have this shelf space for someone totally new. And I know, I know, um, I can't. I can't remember. What I was gonna All say. right. I think we have we popped off. Oh, did, is this? Yeah. Is this? We popped off. We popped off, and this um, is uh, the Milan Nestra uh, Juicy really, Fruit is really delicious. Good. It's pretty expensive. I'm not gonna lie, but it's fucking delicious. And, and you bought it. it, and I bought it. I bought without it without tasting it. I did. Well, I tasted it in the Czech Republic. Oh, at the winemaker. At the winemakers, but I'm telling you right now, those things change a lot. Yeah. Like I can taste something in France and it tastes totally different by the time it gets here. But you know, I love Milan. I've been a big supporter of his for a long time. And like, yeah, like and I I honestly had one of I, I'm not gonna mention which one because I'm hoping it was a one off bottle, but I had one of them that was like that was one of my favorites in the Czech when I tried it there. That tasted like fucking shit here. Yeah. But you know what? I still fucking support that. Of course, we're still talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, on that note, just support support what you love. So on that, yeah, I was gonna say on that note, uh, love us and support us, even though we occasionally have a podcast that's mousy. Yeah. 
And this I, is definitely one of our mousy actually, podcasts. Actually, like our podcast is always mousy because like my ears are out and like very, very mousy. But also this like is, this is this one's one of our flawed. This is definitely faulty. Yeah, but we both are going through a lot. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just tired because I have a kid. You're going through. A, you're actually. I'm, like, d- I'm, I'm just. You're like, doing stuff. I've just been talking to to um, sexual assault survivors for the past week and some change, and also to like real quick thank you to anyone and everyone that like saw my posts. Like, sorry, I've had now a glass and a half of wine. Thank you to everyone who saw my posts and shared them. Um, it's really important that we consider. Um, not just women, but other marginalized groups and like survivors of assault in all forms as a part of our community. And those of you that like shared the the posts that I made, um, it meant a lot. So thank you very much to everyone that is like truly a part of our community and is supporting some very, very hard topics and hard things to talk about because it's I hope going to make a huge difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. Anyway, so I guess we're going to go back to being somber elsewhere. Yeah. uh, All right, love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 This program is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please... Join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.